0: Okay, hello, this is BT Rio chapter podcast number seven, coming all the way from Rio de Janeiro, podcast for teachers from and based in the marvelous city of Rio de Janeiro, or the state of Rio, right, or anyone who is karaoke enough at heart, and we to some of the burning issues in ELT today with guests who are experts in their line of work and whose experience will contribute message to the wider teacher community we have two special guests to discuss the topic of our podcast today wow so that's the welcome anyway um first up we have sandro sandro doafi is that how i you pronounce your name sandro yeah
1: that's just right
0: great so licensed spanish language teacher TOEFL trainer digital entrepreneur and founder of both global english for you and toffle success Sandro has fallen in love with foreign language teaching in the early 2000s. He's been a TAFL teacher for over 15 years. He's based in Rio de Janeiro, has been mainly delivering online TAFL prep training and other language learning solutions as a freelance language tutor. His strengths lie in his ability to build rapport with adult learners, meet educational needs, update teacher experience, has CPD, strategic intelligence, focuses on results and excellent interpersonal skills. He holds a CAE, CPE, TKT modules one to three, and a C2 level Delhi certificate from the Instituto Cervantes in Spain. Our second guest, second guest is Rafael Costa. Right, Rafael. Yeah. Right. English teacher since 2011, and he works as a coordinator. Wise up has worked, sorry, at coordinator Wise up for four years. Is about mm-hmm. to graduate in Letras, correct?
2: Yeah.
0: Which university? Stasi. Oh, great. And English teacher at uh, Seminario Educandario Nossa Senhora Domo Divino, owner of Speak Up Language Course, which is based in Petropolis, Rio de Janeiro, correct? Correct. All right. Holder of the ECCE and TKT modules one, two, and three. So welcome, guys. Welcome.
1: Thanks. Right to be here. You're
0: right. Thank you very much. Well, what's awesome. up? Good. Good. Good to have you. So our topic today is about being a teacherpreneur, and it's good because Andro, Sandro, you you mentioned the word you know entrepreneur, and now we have a new term in in I think in education, which is the teacherpreneur. Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. It's it's a new term, right? But I think it's mm-hmm. it's it's new, but at the same time not so new, because we still I mean people have been doing this for some time anyway. Um, do you define yourself as a teacherpreneur? Let me start with you, Rafael. Do you define yourself as a teacherpreneur?
2: Yes, yes, definitely.
0: huh. What makes definitely. you that? What what why why would you define yourself as a you know teacher teacherpreneur? Sorry. Yes, because since, since the beginning I
2: started teaching, I think that uh, I could be beyond, you know, where mm-hmm. I was. And uh, I think that I was a little trapped at my, my last job, so I think I could have the chance to, to go beyond and to do something else.
0: Okay, great. Uh, what about you, Sandro? How would you define yourself?
1: I would definitely, I would certainly define myself as a teacherpreneur myself. I mean I've always been a, an entrepreneur and uh, I mean ever since I started teaching I could feel that okay uh, that's nice I like it but um, I think we can do more we can do better than that. Um, I remember I recently started working as a monitor at this language school when I had learned both English and Spanish and shortly after that, you know, I was invited to teach privately at a company in the, in the city center here in Rio. And uh, voila, I was then beaten by the teacher apprenticeship bug, I think. Yeah.
0: Very good. I, I like that idea, as you said, right? You were kind of bitten by the bug. And I think two things that both of you mentioned there that you, you said, okay, maybe we can do something better. And uh, Rafael, nice. yeah, you talked about feeling trapped. You know, well, Mm -hmm. maybe like a bird in a cage, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, great. So that kind of answers the second question, right? What made you decide to run your own show? Um, But was it difficult for you at the beginning? Anyone, you can answer if you decide to, you know. It's up to you. Rafael, what do you think? Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, sorry.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, well. Uh, I decided to, to change because I was uh, very very demotivated, and uh, I started notice that I could make uh, more money and uh, develop my 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 work, develop my, my abilities, you know, in a, a way. Then uh, that's why I decided. It was difficult, I I say in the beginning, because I was uh, I was alone, you know. I had to take the decisions and I had to take the chances and I had to do everything on my own. And it was hard in the beginning, but I was afraid, you know, in the beginning to So like a s like a, to run on my own show. Uh, I was afraid of not having students, so I was afraid of not, you know, dealing well with the situations and all this stuff. Yeah, because when, I, when we are working at um, at a language course or language school, uh, you are know, safe, let's say. And then when you do the things by yourself, uh, and doing on your uh, own, you can feel a little afraid. But uh, that I, I was I was motivated because of money, I, I confess, uh, and because I was not uh, recognized enough.
0: The company, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I think what you said about the what if, right? It, it, is, it does scare a lot out of a lot of people, I think. Um, you know, what if it goes wrong? What if everything falls flat, right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's a risk, but I guess you have to, it's calculated mm-hmm. risk. What about you, Sandro? What was your, you know, your, your pet, pet peeve when it came to making the plunge? All right, well,
1: um I'll say that I've always loved meeting people and carry my time, Oops, we have you know, helping students to develop their language skills, um, being able to, to see things evolve and so on. But um, um, I, I really hope that doesn't come out too intense. But the truth is, I was I was living on the edge. That's the truth. I mean, um, besides the pay, that, that, that wasn't an easy taxi. You know, there, there were always these these nasty drawbacks, and, and, uh, tight schedules, commuting every day, getting stuck in traffic, um, yeah. poor, really poor eating habits, <laughs> living like, home early, in a hurry all the time, getting yeah. back home late and drained, you know, you hardly have time for yourself and right? yeah. I think your mental mm-hmm. health can really suffer.
0: Yeah, so, I, I think that's it. Yeah, go ahead.
1: That was the turning point
0: that's it and mm-hmm. I think a lot of teachers as you, you mentioned the list I think a lot of teachers are making the just ticking off all the lists the items you know like okay yeah stuck in traffic yeah. test yeah. correct oh. running from school to school it's not easy uh, it still isn't man. Oh. Right? It, yeah. is, it still isn't still yeah. isn't alright cool so then okay mm-hmm. the next question is um, how do you find the time then to invest in yourself since you have you have to do, basically do everything right you have to run your show you have to take care of everything um, how do you invest in your own development? Sandro,
1: go for it. Well, I think I'd say striking a balance is paramount. I mean, after all, you've got to, to plan your lesson, deliver down, take care of managerial responsibilities. Uh, plus, you must further your career. Um, lately, I've been taking some online courses, you know, with other just brilliant ELT professionals, I I look up to so much. Um, I'm not going to mention any of them to make, you know, (laughs) not to avoid making people jealous. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good idea. Whenever, whenever, again, I go to Facebook, workshops you know somewhere around Rio mm-hmm. um, and, and lately I've been lucky fortunate enough to, to attend some
0: breast so conferences those those um, international conferences across the country and been yes and I, I can imagine uh, going to brastizo conferences are very very important I mean not meaning to sound like if we are blowing our own trumpet. But yes, it it does help, right? What about you, Rafael? Um, What would you add to that in terms of investing your time?
1: I tell you
2: guys that it really did good for me right now because running my own school, uh, it's taking me a lot lot of time and effort and energy. Uh, So I have started this this, uh, project and I started this project 2017 and I started working in, in a, uh, my own place yeah this beginning of the course is really demanding and uh, well luckily I have my wife you know working with me so she helps me a lot because she's an administrator she's a manager so all the this business part you know this administration part she takes uh, control and uh, I, I try. So I, I just you know about to graduate uh, from from college. So, <laughs> at that time, um, at this time, I am really busy. But I try to take online courses, like uh, Sandra said. Uh, sometimes I, I search for some things and I search for uh, for the. Uh, the, the course, what kind of course and the teachers. So, there are amazing teachers you know, offering online courses. And But I try to, to, you know, again, I'm trying to organize my time, you know, to develop more, to, to have more time, to invest more time, you know, to my professional. And uh, I, I'm really struggling to find some time to participate, you know, to so these uh, events we have here in Rio. And the last one, we couldn't, you know, go, but. Probably the next one. I'll be there. Uh, so that's it. So I, I think it's a it's a matter of uh, organization for me, and to find the time, you know, to invest more in my professional development.
0: Great, great. You mentioned two two key things there: the idea of organizing yourself, uh, mm-hmm. the fact that you have your wife, somebody to help you out, is also very important. Um, yeah. But of course, if you can organize yourself, I think that is the key skill right now for any teacher, 21st century, you know, organizational yeah. skills um, so that you, you know how much time you spend and also knowing what you want in terms of development, where you want to get. Um, and, if, and the fact that you have other teachers counting on you as well is also another challenge. Yeah. So that is really, really important. Well, that, I guess, as you mentioned, some, some stuff, you're doing a lot of online things, right? Um, and do you think any courses, how have they helped you as a teacherpreneur? Not just in terms of teaching, but um, what other skills you think you have developed as this teacherpreneur?
1: Um, that's quite an interesting question, in fact, I mean, um, we, we all went to school, you know, made teaching a career choice and everything, and then you think, oh, okay, you're probably spending all your life in the classroom, and, you know, all of a sudden, you are prospecting, you know, you're prospecting your services on a, on a digital environment, you know, you're adapting most of what you, you've always done physically. To, to digital formats. You are designing, delivering new learning solutions, um, advertising, you are, you know, talking to prospects, serving, talent, um, and doing your best You close the deal as a professional. And uh, I don't know if you agree with me, Rafael, but um, I had never thought about that before becoming a entrepreneur myself. I don't mm-hmm. know, all I knew was basically, Run classes, prepare lessons, grade um, exams, and so on. And, and these days, you're like trying so hard to keep abreast of the the latest news about E L T in Brazil and, and also overseas. You're following grassroots and other communities' um, um, news, um, attending face-to-face events, webinars. So uh, there's just quite a lot you you can still do to you know further your development you you put all your you also put all your troubleshooting skills to test Mm
0: -hmm. yeah Yeah, Rafael anything you want to add to that?
2: yeah just like him so I've never thought about being like this before Mm -hmm. before (laughs) so uh, I I can tell I was really demotivated by my my whole job but things uh, happened you know Uh, and then I I really to get these online courses, just to make me think outside the box. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't want to just uh, repeat the process I learned, you know, in the beginning of my career, early my career, and I, I try to, to get these new these online courses just to make me have new perspectives of things. For example, my, my school is in a in a neighborhood here in the near my house. So I see that I have a great potential here, but it's not only about offering classes and so on. I want to offer something remarkable to this person. And it's not easy, yeah? And it's not only about, you know, uh, talking and writing. No, I want to offer something. So I have to be prepared to offer this, this quality. Work for people, right? That's, that's something that I, I really uh, look for when I uh, take some online courses. Yes, I want to develop more. Of role and I really have a reputation. For it. So,
0: so, yeah. No, no, it's a hard, hard work. Def- No, definitely. This is, I think, not just being an owner of a school or as a teacher. But, uh, I think, as I mentioned earlier, something that all teachers, I guess, have to kind of start thinking about and two points you mentioned as well this is something maybe they should teach us in university you know how to market yourself yes as teachers um, we are prepared just to to do the traditional role of go to the class work at a school you know a nine-to-five job which does not exist for most of us so we have to know how to market yourself you have to know how to you know um, they say, deal with your clients. I remember when I was back in maybe 10, 15 years ago in, in language schools, and we had to sell courses. And teachers would say, I'm not a salesperson. I don't have to sell Cambridge courses. But now, <laughs> you know, you think of it today, you see yourself yeah. having not just to sell, but sell. you have to sell yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's True, something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. something they should have taught us, at least given us some business sense of understanding what it means to... Um, when, when you produce. Uh, but I guess the whole thing about seeing language or education as a product and a process that it goes back to that idea as well, All right? Well, last thing. I think we're even watching
1: these days, Stefan, because these days we've got some players in the market who can, offers, uh, who can offer us help in that sense, like how to market your services, how to, you know, make uh, what you're doing uh, visible to to the, to the audience out there and uh, you know a few years back we didn't have any kind of support like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, true. Like, that's true like, that's like, true
0: yeah. yeah, we're lucky and that's that's the importance of having a community where there's a learning community and a community of learning absolutely, absolutely. 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 All right yeah. all right so where can other teachers find you online where can we connect with you both of you do you have an instagram account facebook where can we reach you if you want to talk more about being a teacher sure
1: um, i've got these two um, business units low um, for, for english for you.com.br uh, where basically um, all the the training courses i offer are displayed and some information about each and also my contacts, mm-hmm. my email address, my phone number is over there. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram uh, at uh, somebody's Warfy and uh, Facebook as well. Uh, okay. You've got, uh, yeah, uh, I've got personal profile, who also uh, some pages with the same names, Right. Global English Review and total Success. Makes sense. I'll okay. be very,
0: very happy to, to talk to people over there. Right. Uh, yeah, that'll be very exciting.
1: Great, great. Thank you. you. It's D-R-A, Dwarfy, D D-W-A-R. R A, D R A, D, D W A R,
0: R- F Y. Okay, okay, great. So this is Okay. This podcast helps us to learn how to spell as well. Very good.
1: Yes.
0: Raphael, what are you? Raphael, what about you?
2: Okay, people can find me, you can get in touch with me on Instagram as well, at ALT. on -hmm. Facebook the same name, Uh, so people can find my email and my contact there, and I'll be very glad to help or to share my experience in our family. It's not a large experience, but I can share
1: some some stuff.
2: some ideas. You
1: know. every, every little always helps, right? Yes. I think every yes. little helps. For sure, for sure. That's true. There's always somebody we can help. For definitely. So right. definitely. To help that. good Good point, Sandra. This point.
0: All yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much, guys. Well, this was fantastic. It was great. I mean, we had a little hiccups because, because of the connection. But this is what we talk about digital. Um, digital, let's say, world and connecting to people online. It's like that. So this was podcast number seven, talking about being a teacherpreneur. Uh, we had with us Rafael Cost and Sandra Dwafi. Thanks again. Thank you very us. much. This was really good. And take that care. It was great to be here. All right. I'll Thank you, you. So, so much. All right. Thank Bye-bye. You.